When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it is Monday, March 21st, and it's 60 degrees outside. Boy, have we had some nice weather, but guess what? It's going to get even warmer now because Lori and Julia are here for the next two hours to heat things up a little bit and tell us what's going on in Hollywood. So how's it going, guys? Oh, okay, Lori. Very good. Very good, I have to say. <laughs> good. Julia, I got, a, I got. you know, you were gone on Friday when I got my, the guy who's, little house we're renting yeah used to be a studio musician oh really so he has he had this like soundproof it looks like a huge clamshell seriously that the microphone is embedded in yeah because so you sound that, so great yeah like i'm right there yeah and yes yeah casey had told him what was going on that you know i was blankets and turning off and you know i do have i i it is lovely with bird song here, so every window is shut. But I got a nice soundproof clam shell that that uh, Amy. What a was small very world happy that about. is! I know, isn't it? That's just wild. <laughs> okay, that is just wild. All right, so I told you, you know, earlier that I was at this crazy St. Patty's Day parade party in Wisconsin over the weekend. So I'm in one of the bars, Lori, and Brittany was wearing her my talk hat. And I didn't, you know, I had on my LoJ fanny pack, but no one would know. Um, right. And so this woman comes up to me and she's like, do you remember Catherine with the eyeballs from Alive and Kicking? Oh, yes. Catherine and all of her, she had a fake eye. And every time she'd get a new one, she would hang it on a necklace. Hang it on a necklace. So, you know, Alive no. and Kicking was the seniors rock group that we've done so many things here. Yeah. We lost their leader last year, sadly, sadly, oh. um, but they're still Alive and Kicking. And it was so funny. She's like, my mother just loved you guys. <laughs> and I'll never forget the first time we met her because literally. Was that her mom? No, it was her daughter. Oh, I met her daughter. Oh, you met her daughter? Her. And, and is Catherine with the eyeball? I mean, is Catherine, she was one of the she's oldest passed. members. I know. It. Okay. Her daughter, yeah, Sandra, she, came up and said oh, hi. And she's oh. like, because we met her, Grant, and she had, like, eyeballs, and she we could see eyeball technology because she had a glass eye. Yeah. She and, had a glass eye going back to, I think, the 40s. I think so. The so. His, around her neck, she had the history of glass eyeballs. Really? They were on a, a necklace <laughs> chain. Cool. And so we're like, wow. And she had a story about everyone, and she was, you know, those, such a lovely group of people. But I wanted to give a shout-out, first of all, to Sandra. So we took pictures. And then oh, I also want to let you know that the annual Alive and Kicking Big Performance is going to be called um, Sometimes Life is Wild, Life is a Cabaret, and it's going to be kicking off in June. 
And it's for a week-long celebration. It's going to be at the Ives Auditorium at Masonic Heritage Center in Bloomington. And if you want to find out about the tickets, it starts um, Friday, June 22nd. And it'll run Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And the Sunday performances are like 2 in the afternoon for people. But you can go to org to get your tickets. And this just came in my inbox today, and I just thought, oh, it was nice. That was just kind of a fun random one to meet, you know, her daughter in a bar, the lumberjack. Yeah, yeah. Well, her mom is an unforgettable character, that's for sure. And made an impact. And, you know, we, you know, met her maybe three or four times we were together. Yes, we did. We were together. And Michael was so proud because she really was one of the... Elders, because what I don't know if you have to be seventy to be in a. Yeah, but she was in her nineties. I feel like. Yes, yeah. she was in her nineties. Yeah. yeah, that's sweet. That's I know. Wonderful. I thought that was so fun, and then um, Reavers stopped by our area today. You know, the double wide, and so without you, I'm finding I talk very loudly, <laughs> and I got a call from a girlfriend who wanted me to buy purchase her a vibrator. Because all of her kids are on her Amazon account. And would I do that? <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh. And I said it over loud and other people are trying to find names that they liked. And I mean, this is like a group conversation. And of course we have, you know, our boy over in the corner. And then Grant. Mm-hmm. And Grant is coming over to show me the grid and stuff. And I keep minimizing my screen and I'm trying to get out of it. <laughs> That's what you are doing. Get out of my screen because I'm like, stop. And I'm like... Why is, and so I'm talking to Jess and Brooke and Amy, I'm like, why is my friend making me buy this? And and so then someone found a name of one and we were laughing so hard. But Reavers, of course, comes by during this whole conversation, kind of looks at us and turns around and said, of course, and walks away. <laughs> of course, you're having this conversation. So yeah. does your friend not know how to clean her browser history? It isn't that. It's all of her kids share her account. Got it, got it, got so it. So they would so all start know getting... previous orders. Right. So it was so, oh gosh, we laughed so hard. <laughs> and that's when we made, oh, thank you. That's a very loud, that sounds like a blender. That sounds like a vac- <laughs> some kind of a handheld vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, she I don't know so if that's good. happened in your office setting today, but then... Um, oh, that's why you were so... Oh, I came over a couple times oh, no. and you were very like quick and I'm I was like, like, am I, am I weird? I'm like trying to minimize my screens. Like, Grant, you're so right next to me. <laughs> I'm like, all worried. Sorry. And then, and then, you know, I take out your big head that we have, your big blow up in the double wide, you yeah. know, that sits with us. And I put it in the chair and I'm thinking, oh, Lori, what kind of, what kind of vibrator advice would you be giving right now? And so B. Arthur picks it up, who's vacation Lori, and we did a video, yeah. and that's where that was inspired from. We laughed so hard. Did Vacation Lori give advice on the vibrator? Not really, but um, she did it off air, you know, before we started filming. Okay, because I'm happy to give my vibrator <laughs> advice right now. I knew, I knew you would be. Oh, Lori, but I'm just telling you, your big head is making us laugh. The big blow-up head. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. I'm, I'm glad I can be there in spirit. I don't know how often, um, uh, you know, you had to play any Barbara Streisand today, but I'm thinking with having a long weekend was kind of nice. 
and oh, having a wonderful. girls' weekend. It was wonderful. You know, I laughed so bloody hard. It was so much fun. You know, I just think everyone, if you don't do those, go do it. Just get a hotel at the Mall of America or something. I mean, go stay in a hotel for a night. Just get out of your home. It was lovely. Yeah. It was lovely. Okay, can we? Do we have time, Grant, just to listen to my just one little clip about curb your enthusiasm? Yeah. yeah. It's okay, only, it's so only Sherry. Seconds, yeah. Okay, Sherry Terry, who she's the one who does the theme song and the and cheerleader. Yeah. For one one, and I she's a very knew she good. She sang that. Yeah, that's uh-huh. she came up with that song. She also is. A, she does killer impersonations of several housewives, but she has also been on. Curb your enthusiasm, and since uh, there's so many people that are fans of this, and we've heard about that that show is, it's improv. Here's what Sherry O'Terry has to say. Sherry Montana, I want to know how much of your scenes uh, as the nanny from hell in Curb Your Enthusiasm were <laughs> improv versus scripted. All of it. All improv. It is. You are not handed one piece of paper um, wow. on that show. I, you know, and I just I remember when Larry David called me, and he just he. I was so excited that he called me that I really wasn't listening to what he was saying, <laughs> and so he was telling me the whole, the crux of what my character was. And so by the time I did, there was no paper at all, and I'm just thinking to myself, I can't believe this. Like you're really flying, you know. Right. And you know, it's not like the. I was really, really nervous, so there's no... You killed it. You were so funny. I mean, can you imagine? And we've always heard that, but I had always thought, oh, there's got to be like some kind of an outline. outline Yeah. Must be something, but everyone who's so brilliant (laughs) on that show, and my favorite is, you know, his roommate. What's his name? Oh, Uh, oh, I forget his name. J.M. Smooth. J.M. Smooth, yeah. (laughs) Smooth. I mean, he is so... I mean, but yeah. That that show is is improv, and I think Larry David had stage fright for his own documentary. I think you're right, Lori. I well, do. we'll hear more. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, we gotta go, you guys. It's time for random thoughts. This is my talk. We'll be right back. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. Oh, I, that's a little curb your enthusiasm. You know, everyone everyone has thought for years our show has been scripted. <laughs> no, no, but it's really not okay. No. Mm-hmm. So Bridgerton um, starts. I want to say this Friday. You're correct. Okay, Bridgerton two starts this Friday, and I keep it. The new, um, the second trailer that just came out looked really fun. I thought it um, kind of had a new twist to it. I think I'm really excited for it. I then I hear something that they've kind of. It never gets past flirtation. There's going to be more horse riding, like you said, more galloping than mashing kind of thing. Yes. So we'll see. But I know that they're clever and they can. She's she's wonderful. It'll be good. But now Julia, there's a tea. I think the I think the show is going to be so different. They might want to call it a different name, like Julia Quinn's romance novel. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know, but yeah, we're we're really getting we're we're getting talking, galloping, and fencing. Listen, and maybe we're going to get some could be fun. Well, if especially if anyone falls into a, a you know off of a bridge if they're fencing into the river and it's the guy and he comes out wet and you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then he sits on a piece of driftwood. How fun would that be? We're going to expect <laughs> to see all of that coming your way, but there's a tea that's coming out. 
So they're doing some product marketing a la Yellowstone. So Bridgerton is going to have a tea. The Republic of Tea, which is a national tea brand that people like, just debuted five limited edition teas featuring the stars. So they have an Anthony and Kate Spice Chai, Duke and Duchess Honey Breakfast Tea, Featherton's Blood Orange Mimosa Tea, which sounds really good to me, Queen's Cake, and Whistle Down Punch, which is a hibiscus tea. But they're all available um, right now. Just Google it. But that's kind of, I thought, kind of a fun... It, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. That one does. It does. Now, bedscaping. If you have been watching, you know, any little um, social media things or TikTok videos, Grant brought this to our attention because he's our TikTok king. And he just is all over bedscaping, <laughs> aren't you, Grant? Yeah, you know. <laughs> he's bedscaped so much, he's bedscaped his own his own bedroom. I do like a good made bed, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you come home and that bed's made versus all disheveled, it makes it a lot better to jump I, into. I have I, to have I, my I bed made. It, it's mm-hmm. seriously, like, if it's all, it just doesn't feel the same but when it's not made. Is this more than just making it your bed? Yes, 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 yes. It's more about kind of feng shuiing your bedroom, you know, um, because... It can affect how good of a night's sleep you get. So this Dr. Lindsey Browning from Dusk, which is some sleeping something, did the do's and don'ts of bed scheming. Do you like how I, you at least read what journal it's from. I just, it says something. So because, and Lori, you, I think, were the first person that I really, actually had a friend out of college whose bedroom was just like this. I mean, shrine. And then I met you and you have your bed is like the princess and the pea. It's up so high and you have all the beautiful things in your bedroom. And you're like, Julia, the bedroom should be your oasis. And you said your mom always told you that. Well, my mom told me that. like I, Outside like, of the should... sexual part, but just. But she, when I first, when I got, when I left my first husband, it was such a scandal and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought. Life is too long, and I did all this math, and it just was, I knew it wasn't right, and I needed to do something hard then instead of waiting 20 or 30 years or having kids or whatever. And my mom knew I was devastated because I really and truly did love this man, but I just knew that I wasn't a long life in love with yes, this man. Yes. And, and my mom said, you need to go. And I remember I went to Pier 1, and she said, you need to make your bedroom as pretty and as nice and as cozy because there's going to be days when you don't want to get out of bed or it needs to be your refuge. You have to have a bedroom that you feel pretty in. Yes. And so this is this bedscaping whole thing is that, you know, just making sure you have the right paint colors on your walls that are calming and soothing that you mm-hmm. have the right bedding, that you invest in your bedding. Um, and she, they also said, you know, one of the things is that, God, I, I read something about... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP. UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. How much, if you don't wash your sheets every week, you're doing yourself a huge disservice because the typical adult sheds around 1.5 grams of dry skin a day. <gasps> Which is up to 10.5 grams a week. And it attracts dust mites. Um, they can cause asthma and allergies, including sneezing and itchy eyes. So clean your bedding a lot, at least one time a week. And often, you know, replace your mattresses every eight years. Because, That's you know, right. and these new ones that are so weird, you know, you can't flip them over. You know that? Right. No. You can't. Yeah, yeah, you used to. Because the old ones, you could flip them over and rotate them and do different things with them. To to avoid a nice wear or to avoid the the bed bumble or the bed little. The bed sinking. Yeah, the bed sinking. But you can't do that. But really, basically, if you want colors that would invite tranquility into your bedroom, light blue, soft peach, which Lori has, soft greens, pink, nice neutrals, but just soft things that you feel really comfortable in and adding pillows and doing other things to it. Just make sure that you are taking care of yourself in the bedroom. That's right. And I've never, ever, 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 ever had a television in, in, in any of my bedrooms I've ever lived in my whole life. You haven't. Mm -mm. I don't anymore. I I can't, I can't stand having any noise and I want I don't want the, my bedroom to be a place where we're watching TV. I want the bedroom for sleeping, reading, and having sex. Well, there you and go. And getting dressed. And, and you've heard it here first. For me, that's what that's what works. That's just has always worked for me. But I'm like, oh, my gosh. I could have never been with somebody who had to. I can only fall asleep to a television. I would be like, we are breaking up immediately. <laughs> Why well, we have separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> that is go. why a lot of people have separate that's, rooms. We, we hang out in one room, and then yep. I go watch TV in the other yep. room. Because so people well. fall asleep different ways. And yeah. then the other thing is, I don't know, three years ago or something, we bought, Lori and I both bought these cool sheets. Remember the cool sheets that oh. we bought at Macy's? Mm-hmm. And they, I love them. It's my favorite, favorite still. And they had like this something in it that attracts. Maybe bamboo? It, I, something. Was it bamboo something. or some cooling? Something that keeps you cool. And that's another important thing. I think that thing. the bamboo sheets were big into that. They were like. Oh, we very, love them. We love these cool I sheets. Love so they, they work. Yeah, Invest they in yourself, people. All right. So when we come back. Oh, we've got a special guest joining us about a special show, and we've got some other music and other activity news to bring forward. We'll be right back. All right. Invest in yourself. Always buy good toilet paper, good socks, and good sheets. Those are three <laughs> things good. you don't want to go skimpy on, right, guys? All right. Let's take a good uh, look at your My Talk traffic here. Well, I wish everyone could see what I just saw. Lori showed me her bikini top that she just bought. <laughs> she put it on her shirt. I put it on. Grant, you weren't looking. You were away from the camera, and I flashed Lori. So we're, <laughs> we're just getting these giggles and laughs back and forth. Love um, it. Love it. Um, so anyway, we um, have really spoken, talked a lot about music, and I just think music makes people so happy. And there's a cool show coming up at the Chanhassen this upcoming Sunday night. 
And it's Jennifer Grimm, and she sings Judy Garland at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. And it is a 7 p.m. performance. And what's really cool about um, Jennifer is that the Judy Garland Museum selected Jennifer Grimm's show to perform at the 100th birthday celebration of Judy Garland. So, hi, Jennifer. Hi there. How did it feel to be chosen to for the big celebration? I can't actually stand it. I, I've been, <laughs> I from the moment that I found out, I have not taken off my sequin gown. I should probably get it clean by this point, but I am thrilled about it. It's the hugest honor. Okay, when is, is this what's happening next Sunday night at the Chan, or is this in addition to that? It's in addition to it. So uh, I've always been in love with Judy Garland's music, Judy Garland's voice, Judy Garland's whole thing. And I decided to put a show together last year. And uh, and it's just called Jennifer Grimm Sings Judy Garland. It's me singing a, a full night of Judy Garland music with, a tw- with 12 pieces up there on the stage. And the we're doing it again at the Chanhassen this coming Sunday uh, at 7 o'clock. But the Judy Garland Museum came out and saw the show uh, late last year. I think it was in the fall. And they were looking for somebody to represent the music to come, somebody to come sing at the 100th birthday celebration in her hometown of Grand Rapids, Minnesota. And so that's happening on Judy Garland's birthday, which is June 10th of this year. Okay, that is so cool. Congratulations to you. Thank you. I'm dying. Okay, I I believe it. So you, you know, I was kind of reading about you, uh, of course. Um, And you have, you grew up in a vaudeville performing family like Judy Garland did. Is this, was this something that you would, kind of your go-to was to sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow and contests and things growing up? Well, my mom and dad, they had a show band on the road for 20 years. And wow. uh, we, when we came through, when we came through the Midwest, when we came through the Twin Cities, we would play at McGuire's Inn, which it used to be called McGuire's Inn in Arden Hills. And now it's something else. But, um, but yeah, we, they, I'm one of four children and we were all brought up in the show traveling on the road and so yeah when i was about eight or nine i think uh that my mom decided that i was going to be singing somewhere over the rainbow is one of the main songs that i'd be singing in the show um but yeah i have an older brother who is now a piano bar guy there's me i have a younger brother who's a drummer and a singer and was on american idol years ago and then i have a younger sister who's still singing she's in chicago doing musical theater and so yeah we've been all of us the music is in our blood it's the family trade we couldn't quit even if we tried i love that so sweet what's your favorite judy garland song to sing or is that too hard to even name your give us your top three your favorite that you personally love to sing well of course you can't not love singing over the rainbow and in this particular setting that we're going to be having at the Chanhassen this Sunday is like I said is seven horns and a rhythm section which is bass wow. drums guitars and uh, piano and this arrangement of some over the rainbow isn't just some you know small sweet version of it it's the big big band arrangement of it it's so exciting to sing it like that with the big sound um i love to sing that one i also love to sing the man that got away do you remember that at all um, from you, uh, a star is born oh i just sort of sing it just sing a line for us uh this uh, the the night is bitter 
the stars have lost their glitter. She's singing about oh, yeah. how you get uh, the years grow old, suddenly you're older, and all because of the man that got away. And uh, it's a whole you? sort of dramatic song, you know, so I love to perform that because you kind of get to step into more of a, an acting role. And then the other <laughs> one that I've actually fallen in love with so much is... Um, I can't give you anything but love, which is sort of usually sung kind of up tempo, like I can't give you anything but love. But really, mm-hmm. it's actually a ballad talking about how she's broke as a joke, and she just all that she can afford to give you is love. And especially oh. through the pandemic and in the artist community, uh, all of us sort of scraping by and trying to figure out how we as live performers are gonna, you know, make it through. It just it took on a whole new. Uh, poignant meaning because uh, my husband and I, who he's also a musician, we have four children, and uh, you know, it's just, it's a whole like takes on a new meaning instead of just as happy. I can't give you anything but love. It has much more of a, I hope that I hope my love is enough kind of feeling, yeah. and uh, and it's so that's that's one of my new my my new favorites. Of oh, thing. Jennifer, you're lovely, and you sounded exactly like her. Uh, what a fun, I, you know, you know, because Judy so Garland is a kind of that's a hard voice to sing, I think. You know, I, I agree. And and because of my vaudeville sort of, you know, show band. Right. Um, I it actually it's of all of the genres of, of music that that I have, you know, been able to perform over the years because part of the show band is sort of a versatile variety show. So we were brought up singing all of the genres because that was part of the act um really this particular judy garland you know kind of switching between these tender moments and then these big huge powerhouse moments it really is the best match for my instrument and my sort of street training uh my whole life and so it's been an incredible honor to to be able to be connected with the actual Judy Garland Museum and her 100th birthday because it is, it's, it's an amazing fit. I too was born in Minnesota. I was born after a show. My, my folks were performing. They were going to take some time off to have a baby, but I came very late and they had to do a Valentine's show in Red Wing at the Armory. Oh, I love it. Oh, the my, show, my, my mom went there 10 months pregnant, basically. I love it. Show and I was born in minnesota i love it okay if you're just joining us jennifer graham and she's performing she sings judy garland at the chanhassen this upcoming sunday march 27th at seven o'clock go to the chanhassendt.com to get tickets sounds like an amazing night i want to ask you do you think did you are you a fan of liza minnelli her daughter yes of course do you think liza can sing judy i think liza is her own element mm-hmm. on the periodic table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we saw her. We love Liza. Um, yes. And I just... But she go- talked more than she said. She did. Oh, did she? Yeah, but she's lovely, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, her and, you know, they're doing their own. So the different. girls, uh, Liza and Lorna, they're, um, for their mother's 100th birthday, they're actually uh, releasing a fragrance, a new fragrance. And uh, that is based off of the glamorous hairspray perfume world smell of their mom. So there's a new uh, fragrance coming out this summer. Oh, I love it because I was going to see, see if they would go Lorna to Grand did. Rapids, but I don't know if she's traveling. Uh, Liza and Lorna will not be there, but Judy's son, Joe Luft, will be there. 
She's oh, going to be there. And, and when will you be to, there? Some of that fragrance is going to be there, too, as I think part of maybe some of the auctions that is going to be happening. How wonderful. And then you're going to be performing. Oh, Do you know what song? Like, will they give you the song you sing? I'm actually doing my, I'm doing a whole hour. I'm oh doing my gosh. a concert at the, at the fundraising dinner. So you're the big on, deal. On your birthday. Oh, it's so, it's so exciting. And I'm bringing my whole band. So all 12 of us will be there and I'll just be belting it out and honoring her. They're going to have a great dinner there too. And they're going to be doing all of her favorite foods. And, right. Oh, it's just going to be so much and fun. That's at and the that's hop- happening in June. Yes. June 28th or what did you say? That's going to be up at the Judy Garland Museum on June 10th, which is her actual birthday. She yes. would have been 100 this year. And so you're going to be able to hear actually even more of the stuff that we do at the Chanhassen uh, this coming Sunday night, 7 o'clock. And you can go to ChanhassenDT.com to get tickets or to my website, Jennifer Grimm, G-R-I-M-M, dot com to get tickets there either. Well, people are in for a special night. Thank you so much for your time and congratulations. What a cool, cool thing to do. And to be part of the big 100th year um, celebration up north. I am beyond excited. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Hope to meet you in person someday, hon. I can't wait. Okay. All right. So anyway, Lori, I mean, can you imagine? Uh, She sounded so much like her. I know it. That that was like... Why can't we sing? It would would be a great, great show uh, to see. But, Julia, I know we've got to get going because we've got a lot to Hollywood speak. I know that you're going to get this first one. Maybe it's going to make you laugh, but I want to get to it right away. All right, we'll be right back. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Okay, Julia, here it is. So you you were, you know, having... uh, a girls weekend so you missed this news on friday but the big news coming out of uh abc was that the executive producer all the years the show has been on of dancing with the stars was let go why well tom bergeron somebody tweeted the entertainment tonight story and asked his thoughts and he just wrote back in capital letter letters Karma's a bitch. Yeah. Wow. Love it. Good for him. So I this, love him. So this, I know. There must have I, been behind the scenes shenanigans with this executive producer. And this is the, and they let Tom Bergeron go, who was so good. He was so good. He's like the best host. And I don't know why that they just couldn't have brought uh, Tyra in, replaced her with Aaron Andrews, but Tyra had a production deal and obviously Andrew Linares that's the guy he's the one who uh, didn't uh, stand up for Tom so he's like yeah karma is a patient gangsta there you go <laughs> I love it well said <laughs> okay uh, here's here's something Rihanna shops for baby clothes at Target awesome really <laughs> which yeah. one she was spotted at Target in the baby clothes aisle um, okay, so this is the funniest thing. I wish people could see what Louis. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone can Hollywood speak, it's you. Doesn't everybody shop everyone for baby shops. things at Target? Yeah. Everyone shops for baby things at Target. They have the cutest stuff. Or everyone even their clothing has gotten a lot better. Target. Yeah, yeah. We all shop there. I love it. Yeah. She's got and good she taste. might be getting some ideas for baby Fenty. Oh, cool. Of course. Well, she was at Baby Chanel in Paris. Um, I don't know. I don't. Do babies need to be wearing Baby Fenty? 
Do they need lingerie clothes to go over their diapers? <laughs> you know what would be nice, You know, that Julia? would be hysterical, though, Lori. <laughs> you know what would be nice? What? They could call them Fenty Training Girl, um, Big Girl Pants, because my mom swears that the reason I was potty trained by one... That's her claim to fame. She got me... She, that's my baby claim to fame. And my friend Paula, same thing, was potty trained by one. But my mom bribed me with these ruffled underpants. I mean, they had ruffles around the bottom. and they were like, pants. They were red or polka dot, but I, and, and a little pair of shoes, Mary Jane's. And she said, if I went in this little little toilet next to the big toilet, I was a big girl, and I could have big girl underwear and big girl shoes. And That was maybe, it. That that's it. So you know, there's a whole area of uh, something that could happen in that area because children stay in diapers <laughs> way too long. In this woman's opinion, the earth does not need all these diapers. Train, get your kids trained quicker, faster. Bribe them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we haven't heard that Julia Sugarbaker in a while, but I agree with you, Lori. I Julia, I you. am shocked. I saw a kid at the pool. <laughs> no. Okay, and now this was a boy who could walk and run and talk. <laughs> he was at least five. Stop. And he was wearing a diaper. He was not five. There's no. He, he was a big boy. No, he was wearing a diaper. Well, maybe I saw, he had a problem, Lori. Oh, 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 oh! Just what you want. The kid going in the big, big, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. Bribe. Grant, how long did it take your parents to potty train you? I don't know. I want you to ask ask Victoria. I'll text her right now. I have no idea. Ask her because we want to know. Boys are longer. My mom said boys are harder. Much harder from what I've heard. Because they get distracted with how they can spray. Yeah, it's a squirt gun. (laughs) <laughs> and so my mom's trick was sink the toy boat. And so she would put these little mm-hmm. plastic boats oh, yeah, you in know the toilet. Oh, they, mm-hmm. they do this in bars now. They put a little bullseye at the back of a urinal. <laughs> do they really? Fly. Yeah, so that people, when you're drunk, because guys yeah. tend to like turn and talk to each sure. other. So they put little yeah. like bullseye darts in there now to keep right. you focused so you don't pee all over the floor. That's hysterical. And men, yeah. It's all over. It's everywhere. For men, the world is not their oyster. The world is their urinal. That's true. Oh, oh my gosh, Lori. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. <laughs> okay, here's another one, Julia. Prince, this one just absolutely cracked me up. Prince George will be a good king, quote unquote, because he's incredibly neat and tidy. <laughs> I'm like, someone that's needed a bad. Yep. That's how bad the Caribbean tour is going for William and Kate. Oh, jeez. I'm that they're so putting, putting that out there. I'm like, okay, future king, he's because he's incredibly neat and tidy. Who is. Who at Buckingham Palace thought that was a fun... That just story was just like, hello, he's eight. He is eight. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're neat and tidy when you have a butler and a footman following you around. Okay, well, that does no help, choice. doesn't it? Yeah, you have no choice but to be neat and tidy kid. There, You don't ever have to pick anything up. I mean, Prince Charles had the toothpastes put out on his toothpaste. On his toothbrush. On his toothbrush. Honestly. No. I mean, that is really something, isn't it? Yeah, so of course he's neat and tidy. I'm just, uh, for goodness sakes, these people. Anyway, okay, do you have have one for me or shall I keep going? I think you should just keep going. You're on a roll. 
Okay. Um, you know, so I've been, along with a lot of other people, you know, the Oscars, the Academy has cut out eight categories, have been cut from the show to try and get people who will never watch to turn in and watch the show. So they <laughs> right. cut out fun categories like the hair and makeup people, the costume, the sound, the editing, you know, all because they want to make this short shorter, shorter, which that anyway, but anyway, Jessica Chastain, who I did, I did finally watch uh, the eyes of did you like uh, it? Tammy Faye on the plane. She was the best part of course. in a so-so movie. But she was great, I thought. She was amazing. Yeah, I thought so, too. I'm glad you watched it because her performance was amazing. She says she want, she's going to skip the red carpet because she is so pissed that the hair makeup, and makeup people yeah. can't go because she said that is what made me believable as Tammy Faye. That is what makes every actor anything. And so she... Uh, I like her skip for the that. red carpet in protest. Good for her. But what does I know? But do we? She's got to get more people to join her. Why? Well, I, I don't know Seems, if it's going to happen, Laura. But I, I like I that she's doing so. that. I like that she's doing that. Well, she said she may skip it in protest. That means her people are going to try and talk her out of it because <laughs> they've got endorsements. <laughs> I That's my favorite thing here laurie is that you find the headlines and then you hollywood speak them i really i kind of don't know why i'm here for the segment ever because and she's holding up pieces of paper to tell me what i should think and say but they're so no. off center i can't see anything i'm, I'm holding i'm holding up the headline for me, me to yeah, read. Those are her not, yeah. okay i'm not holding up an answer for you you're to- already <laughs> good at lip reading when we have these contests like tomorrow we'll have one now you're going to be back to reading my lips i'm going to put up a piece of paper tomorrow (laughs) and when i give my answers because you are we're so in tuned with each other you guys are oh it's pathetic i really one thing you hollywood speak this my lori and my little sister who both of them i talk to 25 times a day both went on vacation oh, no. at the same time hollywood speak mm-hmm. my mental status that week where's barbara streisand you were cracking up <laughs> i was you were cracking up i was you i was too long up. no one bothered to call me a lot of barbara streisand <laughs> no but he called to check in to see how's little trixie malone <laughs> he's perfect I just talked to your big head all week. All right, we're going to be right back. We're giving away 100 bucks at 520. Wait around after the top of the hour. We'll tell you how you can enter to win.